before we start, we can just kind of introduce everyone. First, do you want to go Cambry? Like, just introduce yourself a little bit. Do you want just my name? And, sorry. Yeah, yeah. What's okay. your name? My name's Cambry. What's your last name? McKee. Where do you live? I live in South Jordan. What's your favorite color? Um, I'd probably say pink or green. Okay. So, Cambry, I met her at a wedding. John Berg's wedding. He was on a previous episode, but I met him at met her at John and Paris's wedding, and then now we're pretty close. She's awesome. So then we got my boy James. I met him at Vasa actually a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think we were playing basketball together, and then I randomly was just like, "Yo, do you believe in God or something?" I can't remember what I said, but I asked him if he believed in God, and then he said yes, and. Then, like a week or two later, we met at In and Out and just talked about God and our beliefs. And what what um, denomination? Like, what church do you go to? Is it Seventh Day Adventist? Is that what it's called? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a Seventh Day Adventist, and at In and Out, we just talked about God and our kind of differences, but also similarities of what we believe. And today, is he he is here to share his conversion story about why he believes in Jesus Christ and kind of where he started and. Um, you know, where you're at now and where you, where you want to be one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So do you want to talk about like, um, introduce yourself a little bit, like where, where you came from? Hi, I'm James and uh, I'm from Rwanda and, uh, I came here to, in America when I was 12. So I was so young. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So you're 12 years old, came from Rwanda, Africa, right? Yes. Cool. And you were, before you came to America, um, you grew up like Christian, right? You believed in God in Africa too. Yeah, yes, yeah. Cool, yeah, cool. Pretty much I I grew up in there. I was I was a baby when my ma- when my mom took me to church. I was a baby. Okay. Sweet. That's awesome. So your whole family's like Seventh day Adventist? Except my dad, but Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. So where 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 do you want to start in your conversion story? Where was like the first time you felt God was real? Like, where do you want to start? Uh yeah. So like I said, uh, I I grew up in a church. You know, I was little kid. You know, but that time, that time, you know how the little kids is just going to church, just running around and stuff. So you, I didn't know too much about it. So, but when I was like, I was like. 16 i believe you know that's when really i see i see that god like god is real you know yeah yeah so it just something happened to me you know so so pretty much like what happened was you know um i have two brothers okay uh, two brothers and uh, i'm the youngest so and so they used to go to this you know like party stuff yeah just going out and then uh they will leave me home you know alone you know it's about but it's not because they you know they had a hit for me or they hit me now nah, it's because like they will be like you know you're so young you still need to grow up you know yeah, like, yeah. you know another stuff but to me that's not how i i used to take it you know to mm-hmm. me i will feel alone i feel like Step away, you know. When you were sixteen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about sixteen that time, you know. And uh, I start to have these minds, you know. I be like, when I when I'm eighteen, like I'm buying my own car, I'm buying my my uh, my own house. Very yeah. much, I'm just gonna get out. But but that's not how that's not how to them that that's not how it was. It just the touch that that was in me. Yeah, you know. And then uh, I'll feel I'll feel I'll feel alone sometimes, you know. So and then um, I, I had a, I had a iPod. I had an iPod and then uh, I start to watch some bad stuffs. Yeah, you know, like you know what, like you you understand those bad stuffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I watched those stuff about three years. Yeah. But about three years until I was like eighteen. But and again they messed me up. You know. Yeah. You know they messed me up. You know that uh, when I used to feel alone, that that got even worse. Yeah, you know, that got even worse. You know, I used to go to gym. I started going to gym when, when I was about fifteen. Yeah, and then uh, so when I go to gym, and then I feel like I'll get that anger. You know, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get angry like if, 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 every time I think about like nobody like cares about me. Like I'm 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 all alone. You know, yeah, I feel so angry. You know, and then when I get into it with somebody, you know, yeah. 
I ended up like, you know, like really, you know, like doing some bad stuff, you know? Yeah. Like hurting them? Yes. 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 Yeah. Because like, you know, because like when you watch those stuff and they, it went in your head, you know, like you lose yourself, you know? Yeah. Like you're like, there is something in you that is not, that is controlling you. Like you guys know about, about, let's be honest about porn. Yeah, you know, porn. Like, like, yeah, like, like you know, like, you know when you watch Allah. Yeah, like, like you know the work it can do to you. Yeah, you know. So, but and the, this day there is this day. So that sound like I could have told to my phone. Like nobody, I really will feel like I I want to be alone. Yeah, you know, I feel like I want to be alone. I feel like now nah, during that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. During that time, you know. So and then one day, and, and one day I was at home. Uh, I, I was home alone uh no actually it's when i made my decision i just see like what i did in past yeah know, i can pass like everything that happens to me you know i sit down by myself you know yeah i'll talk to myself i'll have a conversation like with myself like man you know like i feel i feel like i want to change yeah i feel i, I feel like i want to change yeah that's when i start to go to my to my brother you know and i'll talk to my buddy you know he would talk to me and then he healed me a lot so and then uh, wait. So before you continue, yeah. so this so basically you were kind of alone at home a lot when you were like sixteen, fifteen, right? Yeah. And your brothers would go like party and do other stuff because they were older, right? Yes, yeah. And then you were left alone and you had your iPod, so you started getting into porn, right? Yes. And then like that caused you to, when you were alone, you always wanted to be alone. You started to be like upset when yeah. you. Like you'd get angry easy, right? When you're around other people. Oh yeah, man. Like you feel like like no like so when you guys are in a group. Yeah. They like you feel like you don't matter to them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know you don't deserve to be there, you know. Gotcha. It's just like you know, you just it's not good, man. Like, you know, like you don't respect nobody. Yeah. You know, like you don't listen to your mom or your dad. You know, it just like damage you know yeah like yeah. It, it just take you to who you was you know and they went into it it just turned you into something else yeah you know and uh yeah yeah man so I did. so then so then you said you got to a point where do you know do you know why you realized that you wanted to change like why why did you realize like dang i want to change and that's when you went to your brother but before you continue about what happened when you went to your brother why, why do you think you realized, like, dang, I, I want to change. Like, I don't like living this way. Like, what what happened for you? No, it just, like, it just, like, I look back, like, before, like, like when I was about 14. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a good kid, you know, like, who, who, who listened to his mom, to his parents. Yeah. Who liked people, who liked to vibe with, like, with people. Yeah. You know, I just, and I didn't like myself because, like, you never be happy. Yeah, yeah. You never be happy. You always want to be alone. You always like want to be depressed. You always like, you know, like you don't want anybody really like you just want to be by yourself yeah. all the time, you know? And then uh, that and that also bothered me too, you know? Yeah. It bothered me. And, they, and they, I will have those moments where where I'll be like, man, I could have do this. Mm-hmm. I could have fun, you know? It's other regrets. So yeah. I th- so I think when I decided to go to my brother, I think I was tired of like like being hurt, like like being regrets, you know. Yeah. So I was so tired of it. And at that time, I I was about eighteen. So you were just like sick of the way you were living. You were just done with it, and then yes. you were like, "I need to do something about it." Like it yeah. finally hit you, just kind of out of nowhere, right? Yeah. But also, yeah. But also, there is this time when I was in it. You know, there is this time will come. I never leave a church. Even though I was going through that, like I, 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 I never leave the church. You know? Oh, you never left the church. Ne- never, you, you know. I was okay. still like I was saying choir. I, I was still go to church. Yeah. You know, and uh, the funny thing is, sometimes like I will have those moments when I feel like I want to go to my knee and play. Yeah. You know, and, like I really feel to me. I was like, it's like it was, it was the devil. V- versus god i think yeah because you know, it's like tempting you like yeah. devil was like don't go pray but then god was like please pray yes. right yeah yeah because i'll have those moments when i, I really feel i want to look myself in the room and pray you know yeah so, it was so weird like, so in there yeah it was it was so i need so i think church like like always in me yeah I yeah i think what's cool about 
before we continue with your story, um, I think what's so cool about people's stories about getting closer to God and finally like returning to God is that yeah. God was always with you there the yeah, whole time. I believe so, yes, yeah, because like there is something like there is some stuff I would see back and think and be like he saved he saved me from that. Like I could have been actually that time I was I was not afraid to like to to smoke or, yeah. or, or like, like drink, party like, and stuff. Yeah, like that time like and when you get like there like to to party and then you do what you like you, you don't care. You know, you just yeah. don't care. Like you do you, you know, you don't care if you go crazy. If people see you. Like you don't care what other people think about you. You just yes, do what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I could have joined us, uh, like, you know, like. Like gang, a gang? Like gang. Yeah, I could have. But, but man, he sent me from order, you know, like he sent me from order. He's like, you no, know, I, I feel like it was God who was with me, you know? Yeah. Yes. Well, what's, what's weird about what's, well, it's not weird, but what's so special about God is like in normal relationships, when we're treating someone badly, for example, when we go and sin and take advantage of our, our life and go say, I don't care what anyone thinks, I'm going to go smoke, drink, you know, do whatever I want. Usually in a normal relationship, someone should leave, right? That's a toxic relationship. They should leave. But God is so perfect that he doesn't leave, right? He's always there with us. And so like during my hard time, during your hard time, I mean, we all have hard times, but during our hard times in the past, God in, in worldly view should have left us because we were treating him not good you know absolutely yes but he stayed right mm -hmm. and so from then on you you decided you're like okay i need to i need to go talk to my brother i'm i'm done with this life so what what happened then yeah and also i miss my family it's, it's like i was there but i was just there to be there yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. i never really like have you know i was just in my room and on phone or you know yeah just you know just living but like my life like didn't make any sense you know yeah so when uh, i decided to talk to my brother and then uh t tell him what was going on and then uh he helped me you know like he helped me like he tried to, to keep me busy yeah and stuff you know i i you know just start to talk to people just be the friendship and yeah i you know so i would say i would say yeah that's when it started it, that's in the also other thing that happened was when uh, I was doing that, I was in that process just like to to, to start watching that. Uh, so something in interesting happened. So I was home and then uh, my family was in a living room. Yeah. That was just my room. Then uh, I was like, I feel like uh, I wanted to watch again, you know? Yeah. But and again, I opened my my, uh, my phone and watching the and, the, and the, I was like, but what am I doing? Like, what am yeah. I watching? You know? So yeah. immediately I just closed my 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 laptop and yeah. I just went to my family. Yeah. You know? So and it, that gave me sounds it was it was it was yeah. going away. Yeah. So it kinda hit you that yeah. you were like and that's what I think I mean that happens so many times in our lives where like we don't know exactly why, like after so many times, this specific time we're like, What are we doing? Like what are we doing with our lives? Like yeah. I, I think that's happened to all of us, like especially in my life, like, I mean, even every day, sometimes I continue to do stupid things and I realize like, what am I doing? And it's, it's weird how many times we have to learn over and over and over again that we don't like that feeling, you know, yes. that we, we don't like the feeling of sin, Yeah. but because we're imperfect beings, we give into that feeling naturally, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're, we're not perfect like God. And so we're just learning to become perfect, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Dang, cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. So real quick, you went to your brother and you were just like, hey, bro, like I'm, I hate, I hate looking at porn. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to party anymore. I don't, I want to be closer to God. Is that basically what you went to your brother with? No, that's, I'd be lying if I say that. No, I, I tell him like, why, so why he asked me, you asked me, he asked me like, what happens like when you, when you watch that, like what, what, what happens when that comes, you know? Yeah, yeah. I tell him, I, I don't want, I don't want to talk to anybody, you know, I don't want, I just stand like what happens and he just held me. Oh, I see. You know, he just held me like to, to, uh, to not watch it, you know? Mm -hmm. But about church stuff, you know, like I told you, I always, um, I'll, I was even even I was I was going through that. I would still go to church, you know. Mm -hmm. I I would just sit alone, just be depressed. But 
I'll, I'll still go to church, you know? Yeah. So and then, uh, when that was finally like going, like going, you know? And yeah. I start to be me again, you know? Like how I was like when I was 14. You he was know? young, yeah. Yeah, well, like, you know, like, love his family just vibe his family just go to church yeah you know go sing you know go, mm-hmm. I, I just start to be me again you know uh i finally like have that peace and then uh every time i go like 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 uh inquire yeah man the when i when i i used to stand like in front of people and think that was the best feelings ever like <laughs> that was amazing you yeah. know yeah so when i stop you know that's when i i came back you know and that's that just me right now. Yeah. So when like what what made the switch of when you felt like you became your old self again when you were like fourteen? Like what changed in your life? Well, what changed so now like I can call my brother and then like just like have good time and now I feel depressed again, you know? Or now I feel like I, I hate people. Now I feel like you know like so now it's just like I'm good guy now, you know. Yeah, I'm good guy. But now. like, for example, you were like partying, right? You were like smoking and drinking, right? And then you were also like looking at bad things on your phone. And then you had a time where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. So you went to your brother, right? Yes. And then you said you went back to church, and you saw this big change in yourself where you started oh, to be yeah. a good person again, right? Oh, yeah. And so. Was the change in your life church? Is that what made the difference? Where going back to church, like with maybe focus, like focusing on God more in oh, your yeah. life, is absolutely, that what changed? Absolutely, it? yeah. So, because there is this time I'll go to church. I'll I'll sit down. I'll sit down in church, and I feel like I feel like I don't want to do nothing. I just wanna. I just. I I don't care what they're saying. You know. Yeah. I don't care what they say. I'm Be- just, before this time, right? You know, when I was in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, when so, you're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'll go to church and just feel like... I, I like what you guys are saying. Yeah. Okay, you know, like, I just feel like that also took me away. Like, me, like, God was with me, but I was not with, uh, with God, me, yeah. You know? So, yeah, so I feel like well, sometimes I see a preacher be like, man, damn, like, it's taking a long time. It just finished already, <laughs> you know? It's too long, yeah. yeah it's too long, like, you know, just... <laughs> Yeah, like, like I said, you know, he was with me, but to me, to me, like, I was not like I was there, but I was not there. Yeah, you know, I was there, but I, I was not there. I, I, you know, it's it was, it was, it was ugly. It was tough. Yeah, yeah. So, you always believed in God, right, from when you were young. Yeah. But now, why? So there's there's two versions of believing Wait. in God, right? Wait. I want to say, I want to say, of course, like when I even I was young, I, I of course like, uh, probably I did, like, and then yeah, I, yeah, because like, I was so young, so I didn't know like what was happening. I used like that time, like like I I had to to be with my with my mom, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I was so young. Maybe like if if I was like twenty that time, maybe I will I I I will not go go like to church or so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was just that's how I I just did I just grew up in church. Like yeah. that's what I know. You know? That's what I know. So yeah. I started like, to finally understand like like when I was like eighteen, when all that was yeah. going away, you know, just Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's that's fair. So you like for your whole life until you were eighteen, you kinda just followed what your family did, right? Yeah. And yes, then yeah. You figured out for yourself for the yes. first time, like you were like, dang. I, I bet it was probably when you were singing, right? Or like when you're in church and you're like, this feeling's amazing. Oh like, yeah, yeah, man. That's 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 beautiful. That's beautiful feelings. Dang. That's really cool. Actually, my own story, I haven't told it on this podcast, but a small part of it is that when I was fourteen, I went to something called EFY. And it's like this church like group where or all the youth go and like gather together and do like church activities, right? Just like as as kids. Yes. And I remember we were singing um, this song called the EFY Medley. It's just like these two hymns that they put together. And I remember the first time I sang it, I was like, it was the first time I had ever felt like God, God's love. Like I was oh, like, yeah. what the freak is going on? I was like, <laughs> I just didn't realize it was that real. And I was like, I felt it so strong. But one thing that Satan does is he's really good at 
making us forget our special feelings. You know what I mean? He's really, for example, when you go and sing in the choir, you probably feel so amazing, right? Oh, amazed. Yeah, I love. Yeah. But then you leave, right? And a week a week later, you don't you don't feel the same way as yeah. you did when you were singing, right? Yeah. So we need to continue every single day to make yeah. those experiences, right? So consistency, you know. You don't yeah. just do it like one day or you yeah. just or just doing just to get those feelings. No, you like you got you gotta love it. Yeah. So then from from you returning back to church, also Cameron, you can say anything whenever you want. You can always yeah. interrupt. Um, from you returning back to church. When you finally hit that moment where you were like, I, I want to change my life. I feel good in in this church. And I'm finally, I finally believe like in God, like a hundred percent. From that point on, what kept you from not returning back to bat like sins again? Like what what has kept you strong? And if you have fallen like again and sinned again, how did you move forward? How have you like continued to believe in God? Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, yeah, it means proficiency. Uh, so what helped me keep going is, uh, to me, even now, like, even now, there is something, like, happening to me. You know For what sure. I mean? And uh, I kind of go down, but and again, I'd be, I'd be like, nope, I can't. Yeah, we're you all know? sinners, right? We're yeah. all going to continue to, yeah, keep going. Yeah, though. so, like, so, like, to me, from that time, you know, I, I, uh, I would say I planned my life. Yeah, yeah, even now, like that's 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 how I continue to be. So to me, so this just me, like, so like today and Sunday, like I went to work, you know. Mm-hmm. So and I I'll just go home and then get some rest and then wait for tomorrow, and then now uh, so just my life, my whole uh, just just go to work, come home, go to gym, and mm-hmm. then go back, but uh, go back home by ten, and then and then get some sleeps, you know, and yeah. then um Saturday, church. You know, church, choir, and after that, I can go maybe like like you hang out with my friends. So, so me like it's just like I do, like like you're I, always productive, like always doing something. No, I I, I wouldn't know. You ask me like why help me like keep going, like yeah, help, help me keep going. So it's just like 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 I just plan it like why how how I I want to live like how yeah. how I want to be, you know. Like how it would be so really just that that just my life like ever since that time until this time you know so like Dang. tomorrow like so like tomorrow I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to work like seven and go home like six mm-hmm. and I go to the gym and I go home by ten and uh Friday so Friday I usually take like my mom to yeah I, I go to gym take my mom to market and they and they come home and I go to uh, the choir stuff, you know. Yeah, like choir practice. Yeah, that, yeah. Choir practice and uh, Saturday just church all yep. day, you know. So that just me like from that time to this time, that's that just how how I live. Thing. You know? Yeah. So you're just kind of like, basically just choosing to be a good person now. Like you're just yeah. choosing to dedicate your life to, I mean, doing good things for yourself, but also showing God on. On choir practice, but also at church, yeah. that you're gonna continue this life. There you go. Yes. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. I don't like have like many like too many friends because when you have like too many friends, sometimes they can like distract you. Yeah. And stuff. You know. To me, I just have those important friends. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's another thing that keeps helping me keep going. Dang, that's cool. There. So there's a thing I would always say that like we. God knows that like one beer won't won't really cause that many problems for us if we just drink one beer, right? Or if we go hang out with a girl late at night, yeah. God knows that that won't cause like, you know, just drinking one beer or going to hang out with a girl or doing one little like doobie of, of weed, right? Yeah. Like he knows that that won't cause that many problems, but he doesn't even want us to play with fire yes. or even get close to it, right? Because it leads to really bad things. Yep. For example, like, I think my bishop said it today. Um, a bishop is just like a, a minister or pastor, right? So our bishop, he was like, he gave this little analogy today. He's like, if you spend every single day at the salon or the barbershop, you'll eventually get a haircut, right? So basically what he meant by that is if you if you stay close by sin all the time, but you're not sinning, eventually you'll sin. That makes sense? So like talking about the people you surround yourself with, is super important. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. So if you surround yourself with bad people, you're eventually going to do something bad, right? 
Um, that's why it's so important to surround yourself with people with the same values who want to, you know, love God and do good things and be a good person, right? Yeah. I'm absolutely. sure you've real, realized that, right? Like along your journey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. 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 There, uh, the one of my friends, like, like he used to not like drink, like smoke. Mm-hmm. But again, like when he, when, uh, he moved and uh, he met these people. You know, who they like to drink. That that just how how they have fun, and and, and now like like you know, he be like I'll be drinking, be I'll be like man, you know, just yeah. be careful. So yeah, so the people who you hang with, you know, they, yeah, they can join you too. So I actually have a question for for both of you, um, and this is kind of an interesting topic because we obviously like, for example, Christ when he taught and ministered to others. He went to sinners, right? He went to them and helped them and helped them get out of their state, right? And I've always wondered, like, we, we're supposed to surround ourselves with good people, right? And not people who are sinning and, and causing us to sin with them. So at what point in our lives do we go to the sinner and help them? Because we shouldn't surround ourselves with people who have all these problems, but also Jesus Christ teaches that we need to go help the sinner and bring them to repentance, right? And bring them to, to church and bring them to the gospel. And so I've always wondered that, and I have an answer for my own self, but what do you guys think? Does that make sense? That question makes sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Okay. So how I think of it is kind of, um, it might be like a little bit different. And I think too that it's like, I think of like my friends and who I surround myself with and a lot of times like the people that I surround myself with like I have like a positive feeling like around them and I think for me personally like a lot of my friends that have had that positive feeling around me or like I feel safe and like we have like a relationship where we're able to talk about like our relationship with God and like just very different like than following like following their actions into sin and stuff. And like, I make sure that I surround myself with like these people that give me positive feelings. So I think I make like the act, like the choice to be like a person that can be like that positive influence on somebody else. Because a lot of times, like when you do hang out with those people, you want to gravitate towards them. Yeah. And I think it's important that like in my, like in my like experience and stuff, I think it's important to, like gravitate towards those people because they're there for a reason and they're put in your path for a reason. And so putting yourself in a path like where you're accessible to be that person for somebody, I think that is like just a gate to being like able to open up to them and being like, well, if you're feeling this way, maybe it's because like it's sometimes like Satan working on you or like whatever it is, like it opens up those like ability for conversations rather than like just always having to go out of the blue, like up to a person that you know that is struggling, like, and just approach them and be like, let's talk about God or like, let's talk about your relationship with God, which is awesome to do. And that's still needed, I believe. But even with the people in your close life or like people that you're surrounded with, like being that person that people can come to and knowing that like you can open up that conversation for them, I think is also important. So that's very true. And I love that. But how do you, how do you not personally fall into sin if they're, if you're, if you're hanging around someone who's deep in sin, right? How do you not fall into it with them? Um, I think for me, like my biggest thing is that like I have to make a conscious, I think faith is a constant cho- is a conscious choice yep. and that it's a choice that you have to make every single day rather than just accepting that you're going to go to church once a week. It's a mm-hmm. choice that you have to make every single day and you have to take time out of your day in order to like in order to become closer with God, if that is like your goal, like at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. which is like all what we're like working towards is like to grow our relationship with him. And I think that's like a conscious thing that you have to do every single day so that um, when you are in those situations or you are with those specific people that like you don't like temptation is never going to go away. No matter what temptation is always still going to be there. But I think at the end of the day, like if you are filling your life with like the gospel and like filling yourself with like, studying and like doing your part every single day to put aside that time for him like he's going to reward you for that and able to like help other people to bring them closer to god as well yeah satan never stops working so why should we right exactly it's so true but i think like so for example when you have dedicated that instead of just living the gospel where you just like 
go to church every Sunday and that's like the, all you do, right? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of just like in this like routine of things where you're not really doing it for a purpose. When you were doing it that way compared to every single day involving God in your life, do you, do you think you fell easier? Like, did you sin oh, a lot easier? Than- well, because I think like it kind of goes back to saying like that it's a conscious effort. Like if you're just doing it, like I know that I've explained it this way and like I know that me and you have had conversations about it this way, but like we like if you are just going because it is like the, what you're supposed to do and like it's just like you're following like what other people have like told you and stuff like and you don't actually know the real reason of like why yourself is going mm-hmm. it's a very different experience if you're just following along rather than knowing exactly what you're doing and like like for example like sacrament and stuff like if you understand like if you understand like what that means to you and like what that means like with your relationship with god it's going to mean so much more than just being like i'm going to church to take the sacrament and just subconsciously doing it yeah and i think when you are knowing and understanding all these things like it is so much more beneficial and you are able to like in your own life like you make choices that are like geared towards you coming like closer to god rather than like falling deeper into sin because you're just subconsciously thinking about him like only on sunday or only on like where like whenever you go to church or like if you do like a small thing like that's the only time that you're thinking about him if you're making it a conscious effort it's harder to i think personally it's harder to fall away because you see like more things happening in your life for i mean for sure i i actually so before i want to hear james answer um in our church james we have something called the sacrament and we just take the bread and the water right it represents jesus christ's blood and his body we take that every sunday Um, and what that represents is us taking that, um, bread and water represents us having our sins washed away every single week. And so we can try again, right? Because we, we sin all the time. Right. And so we, so the, I mean, the principle is, is that we try our best throughout this week to not sin. And then on Sunday we reflect on how we did and we think about it and we say, okay, I, I, I sinned this way. How can I do better the next week? And then when we have our sins washed away, when we take the sacrament, the bread and the water, the spirit can dwell with us again because sin and God can't be together, right? It can't be in the same body. And so that's why we have the sacrament is because um, it washes away our sins and the spirit can be with us again. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So that's, that's what she's talking about. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I like that. Yeah. So what, what, do you th- what do you think, James, when it comes to like now that you've changed your life, do you feel like you'd be comfortable putting yourself in a situation where, you know, it might, there might be some fire, like there might be some, someone who's sinning, um, but you could help them. Like, are you strong enough? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So seeing, um, so those people who seen that they can do that, you know, like they can put themselves like, you know, in danger. So, but me, that might be fire. Like what what they do might be fire, but yeah. I might be the, you know, the water. Yeah, the yeah. water. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm I might be the water. Yep. So yes, yeah. absolutely. That's cool, bro. So, yeah, I totally agree with both your answers, and and my answer is very similar. I believe that you can't help someone when you're struggling. Um, when you have your own problems, you when you are are struggling and you're so deep, you can't go to someone else. And start helping them. You'll just fall into sin with them because you're not mentally, spiritually, and and in all ways healthy to do so, right? Because yeah, you cannot teach like people about God. Like if even you, like you don't know nothing about God. Yeah, you know? right. Okay. Yeah, you got to find it yourself first, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And so I also like what Cambry was saying, where she was saying like the vibe or the feel that she has with her friends, like it's it's a good feeling. And I think that's another way we can tell the spirit of God will warn us um, if this people are, are these people we're with are going to take advantage of us, if they're going to have us fall into what they're doing, what is wrong or influence us badly. Because think about it, Jesus Christ and all of his apostles went to sinners, but they had good hearts, but they were really deep in sin, right? And that's the difference is we can go to people who are really deep in sin but if we feel in our heart that they want to change and they have good hearts and they have no intention of bringing us with them, then I, I believe the Savior wants us to spend time with them and help them come closer to Jesus Christ, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. And also, and also like, uh, in uh, order to, 
to change somebody uh, who sins and there's also what you do you know you know like you don't even like how to talk to them like be like hey like stop sinning start doing this yeah. no like you can also like tell them by by you know by doing like like doing it you know like they yeah. can see like what you're doing you know and then I'm pretty sure to be interested because I had a couple because like uh I used to post uh this uh, when uh, it's uh Friday night and Saturday I'd be like happy Sabbath everybody yeah. you know I'll, I'll be like thank God before you you wake up thank God you yeah know? I used to do, I I gotta start do doing that again yeah <laughs> I start doing that again yeah so. <laughs> I, a lot of people, you know, they would test me, you know, and there's this guy, and there's this guy, he, uh, he, he, he said, he said, man, I don't go to church, you know, and then uh, I drink, but man, yeah. I respect like what you do, uh, I, I respect it, I respect like what you post, you know, yeah. so and also like, you can tell them like by doing like, like what you do, you know, mm -hmm. so yeah, and, and uh, yeah, so I think like depends what you do too. Yeah, I think, like you said, I think, for example, if you would have, you know, done those posts like when you didn't really believe, like when you were 15, 16, right? Yeah. I think other people would have felt that you weren't true yeah. to your yeah. actions. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. But now I, that you yeah, know, right? Yeah. Like, I think same with, you know, anyone who actually gains a testimony and believes 100%, when we share that, people will feel it. They feel that we know it's true, right? Absolutely. Um, but if we did it, like, for example, if if I didn't believe and I was just, like, doing it because my parents told me to go to church, right? Then people know that. They feel the spirit works in a way where we can communicate um, in a way that comes with sincerity and truthfulness and being honest, right? And if, and if it's not honest, then the spirit can't communicate with each other, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So... Um, from from this point on, like, how has it been being back in the church? Oh, which man. which where do you where do you go to church? Is it down in Salt Lake? Yeah, it's by you. By you? Is it just called Seventh Day Adventist? Just like church? Yeah, it's like called uh, the church name uh, uh Central. Wait, what's our church name again? <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. Central. 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 Yes. By the U, right? Central. Okay. Cool. So, how long have you been? in the church where you've actually been believed now? Like where, how long has it been? It'd be, I would say like five years now. Five years. Yeah. Or how old are you? I'm 20. Wait, no, no, it hasn't been five. Like how, how long has it been since you've like changed your life? Or changed my life? Oh, so. Not just, sorry, not just in the church, but like when you've church. actually gone to church meaningfully, like. Oh, meaningfully. Um, like two years or like one year. Cause it's been, you're like 19 when you changed, right? It's, I would say three years. Three years. So you mm. were maybe around 17 when it was like you wanted to change your life? Yeah, well, I, I, something like that. About 17, yeah. So, okay. So from then until now, how has it been? Oh, man. Probably amazing, right? <laughs> amazing. No, I'll tell you a story, you know. I'll tell you a story. So okay. That's how, uh, that's how uh, I used to play basketball hard, you know. Like I mm -hmm. used to be in uh, basketball, so, you know. I used to play basketball like hard, hard, you know. Yeah, yeah. So then I I got this opportunity like to play for. Uh, I think uh, it's been a minute. It's it's been a minute, but I do remember though, you know. I I got a call from this coach, you know. I like I said, it's been a minute. I I, I don't remember, but yeah. I, I remember what happened, you know. I got a call from this coach, so I I, I had opportunity to to play for uh, those team, those uh, strong team. Okay. You know, but in now, Utah? yes, in Utah. Cool. But but now I look back that time like how I was, you know, like how I was like like when I, I used to, you know, to be in those stuff, you know, and not respect anybody, you know, like when you were struggling with sin. Yes, during that we, time? yeah, we sin, we sin. The uh, I didn't get a I didn't get the opportunity like to to keep going, you know, to for basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For no, actually, yeah, actually, actually, like. It was my coach, and then he told me I, I I got opportunity to play for that team, mm -hmm. but I, I didn't I I didn't have fun that time. I, yeah. I, I didn't have fun that time. So when they they tried to call me, you know, they could reach me and they they replace me. Oh know? really? Yeah, and they, they replaced me with somebody. But now 
I look back, I'd be like, that was not a good, uh, that was not a bad thing. Because that time, I couldn't uh, go that far because how I was, I was so disrespectful. Yeah. You know, I was, I, I, could, I could, maybe like a coach, he could yell at me and they, and they cuss at him and, and stuff, yeah. you know? So, so, so what I'm trying to say is sometimes like, guy like, 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 he, he take away like uh, something f- uh, from you, mm-hmm. you know, just like to, to make you better, you know, yeah. because I feel like like now, like if uh, if uh, I take it serious now and uh, I got a uh, opportunity, I feel like, you know, some God would help you, yeah. Amazing stuff will happen, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, Cambry, but there's been so many times in my life where I knew God loved me enough to hurt me, to hurt, like to allow me to suffer so that I would grow, right? And I think that's the same with you, right? He he kind of took away that opportunity from you because you were struggling. Yeah. But now look where you're you're here today oh, because yeah. of those hard times. Oh yeah. Camry, what about you? With ha- have you noted like have you realized that later in your life where you're like, dang, like I had to go through that really hard time to be where I'm at today? Yeah, I think so. There's a I don't remember who I've grown up like hearing this a lot, and I think that like it's something that I always like I never understood until I was like older, but. Like, they always had said, like, that God gives his biggest trials to his strongest soldiers. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, like, I would always, I always thought it was so cliche that it was, like, that was just something you would hear and you're just, like, yeah, that's, like, you're going to get, everyone's going to have challenges. And that's the thing is that the end of the, at the end of the day, like, everyone struggles with something and everyone's struggles are going to be different. And, like, it varies in, like, difficulty. But to certain people, I think that, like, your hardest challenge is not like incomparable to anyone else's. And I think as I've gotten older and I've like been through like a lot of like crazy stuff in my life and just like experienced a lot of stuff and like seeing a lot of how like struggles can affect people and like challenges and ways that they like decide to like channel it and stuff. Like I think that um, basically just my like strength and like my like um, knowing like that God's always there for me. Like he's never going to give me something that I can't handle. And the reason that you're going through it is because he knows that in the end, in the end, you're going to grow from it. And that if you hadn't been through that, you wouldn't be where you are today. And it's, he has a plan and like your plan is like set out like of where, of, like what he wants to happen and like where you're going to be in your life. And I think it all just every single trial that you ever go through, it plays into that. And like, it creates the person that you're going to be and who you are today. Yeah. I think, I mean, you said some cool things about how, for one, God will never give you something more than you can handle. And I always thought about that on my mission when I was serving. It always kind of confused me because I thought about like, what about the people who like commit suicide? Or what about people who, you know, feel that, yeah, I mean, specifically those who commit suicide where they feel like they, they can't have, they have too much to where they can't bear it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think there's there's many reasons. Um, do you want to go first and then I can yes, comment on it? I need to use bathroom. You got to pee? All right, bro. Or poop, <laughs> you get either or. No, no, pee, pee, come on. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you go pee. I'll be wrong, no, no, you're chilling. I'll I'll continue talking and then, well, actually, I'll just wait till you get back. Okay. Yeah. See. Yeah, I just I try I tried to worry about. You drink you drink a lot of this. Oh so. yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> so you were the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for cutting you off, brother. Bro, I I don't even care. That's funny because I it gave me a reason to go to the bathroom. So thank you. Um, <laughs> that was so funny. Okay, um, so. What the freak were we talking about? Let's see. You wanted to look up that scripture. I just know that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So one thing that you were saying that I really liked was you can't be, um, God won't tempt you more than you can bear, right? Mm-hmm. And what's funny about that is it's not God tempting us. All temptation comes from the devil, right? Satan. And it, what what makes more sense is God won't allow Satan to tempt us more than we can bear, Right. But I was talking about how I always wondered, what about people who kill themselves? Like, were they were they just being selfish or did they get tempted beyond what they could bear? But God says we can't be tempted 
more than we can bear, right? And I was explained this on my mission by my, one of my elders, corn president, um, who explained this kind of concern of mine. And before I kind of tell him his his reasoning about this, about especially people who commit suicide, I want to read the scripture that you literally just said. So it makes more sense, but it's in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13, and it says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as in common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that you may be able to bear it. All right? So basically just saying God won't allow a temptation to come to us more than we can bear. So we will always be able to get through it, right? Yeah. Amen. Well, so sorry to interrupt you, but one thing I think that kind of like goes with that is that like we're not like he's not leaving us alone in this like mm -hmm. and we're not meant to be alone in this. Like yeah. us walking through life, we're not supposed to be doing it all on our own. And I think that with that, like of him, like not giving us more than he can bear it also like gives us the opportunity to grow closer to him because we need we need help like we can't do it by ourselves like there's no way like any of this that we can do it by ourselves so we have to be able to lean on other people or like just like rely on like knowing the fact that we're going to get through it because of our strength like like with him and like just that experience and i think he would never leave us alone like especially like considering how much like he loves us and the sacrifices he's made for us like there's no reason that he would after all the sacrifices he's made and like Jesus Christ has made and everything, there's no way that he would leave us alone on this earth without any help. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I think, I think that, you know, sometimes like God, like, 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 uh, like he does, yeah, like he do something to us, you know, so he can see like how we handle that, you know, that, you know, like, yeah. so we go through s some stuff, you know what I mean? But, and again, like like he wanted to see like how we he handled that thing, you know. Oh, I see. Yeah, he so, gives us like a hard time to see how we handle it, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like to see like like did this person like 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 because you know so, yeah. So to me, I I feel like he just put uh put us through some stuff just to, so he can see like if we yeah, really test us, go, right? you know, it's just a taste, yeah. Uh, just to see, you know, like just to see like if uh, we really really uh you know yeah and stuff you know for sure i i agree with both of what you said um and i think i mean i'll get back to what i was talking about with my elder scorn president but before i do that going with what you guys said i remember i would I, I remember i asked one of my companions on my mission i was like why why do you think we are like um given a a prompting to go do something or why do you think god tells us to go do something but then nothing comes from it like why, for example, we feel to go talk to someone about the gospel and then they don't accept it, right? And he told me, which like was a really profound and I think the right answer is he said, God just tests us to see if we're faithful to him, right? He gives us promptings. He says, go, go talk to that person about the gospel. They need to hear it. And are we going to choose to do it or not? God is testing us to see, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because like there is something that you do you know, and then you will get like like those blessings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to me, like like a uh, personal, like there is some things that I do, and then uh, I see, and then I see what happens after. I be like, yeah, that's God. You know, that's yeah. God blessings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, he can't always like 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 be like that. Like me, like trying like to do something just to get something from him. You know, like he gotta test me too. Like, does he do when he read it? Just like. Just cause like he like he want to or he just want or he just want my blessings, you know what I mean? Yeah. So and then um he will put me he you know he will put you you know he'll put you to uh through something just to see if like you really you know if you're uh, really faithful to yes him. Yeah. exactly yeah I love that so besides this point going back to what my elders corn president said about specifically people who commit suicide. And you can guys tell me what you think about this. I think this is super interesting, but it makes sense to me. And I actually probably agree with it is he said that scripture is only meant for those who are striving to follow God. Because if you're not following the commandments and you're getting yourself deep, deep in sin, you're going to be tempted way beyond you can bear. Yeah. Um, if, if, if someone is being addicted to, to porn, drugs, and they're 
completely away from God and they have the spirit's not with them, right? They're they're away from God, the spirit's not there. Of course God will be there for them if they choose to turn towards him. Yes. But if they completely reject him and they are getting deep in sin, they're going to be handled with things they can't bear and they're going to start doing things that cause it even to get worse, doing more drugs, heavier drugs to yeah. eventually someone may be committing suicide where I mean cuz I mean that also makes more sense for people who commit suicide because some other churches may say they're going to hell. They committed suicide, right? Yeah. But our church's belief is, you know, we don't know what they were going through, but also they totally could have been given too much mm-hmm. by temptation to bear, right? They could have been given way too much to bear um, for them to, you know, stay alive. And and because they probably were away from God and not living the commandments, that could be a reason for many um, people, not all people, of course, but that's just a way it is, that it has been explained to me and it made a lot of sense. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think about that specifically? Um, I think like it kind of like I I think everyone's like situation is not always the same. And like For we can't sure. like say everything like or give like the same diagnosis to everyone. Yeah, 100%. But I also do think that a lot of times like a lot of people who do talk about like if they were feeling suicidal or like like feeling like those really intense feelings it's a lot of times when they like feel very alone and i think one of like one of the ways that i have personally like experienced and stuff but i know that satan like isolates us and he wants you to feel alone because when you do feel alone and when you feel like you you have no other help in this world like sometimes that is like you're like that's what the option almost comes to. And like, that's like, you're like, not even like a way out, but that's sometimes like the solution that you see to the problem rather than a lot of like, and that happens to a lot of people who are like not held fast, like in the gospel or like not have a, don't have like a super close relationship with God. Cause they don't realize that there is somebody that is out there for them and wants the best for them and like loves them more than like life itself. And like wants like has a plan and all this stuff. And I think, feeling so isolated just becomes like such a bigger like like just becomes like so almost like condensing to some people where they like literally feel like they're in a box where they literally can't get out of it and i think that kind of goes along with like how you said that that scripture basically only applies to the people that like are like have like a strong like relationship with like heavenly father and stuff is because a lot of times like if you are alone, like if you feel that alone, then you're going to like turn to that. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Totally agree. Well, before we end, one thing I want to say first is that this is English is James second language and he did amazing. Um, he's so good at English. Okay. But two, before I end, I want, I mean all of us, but I want you two to go first. And just tell anyone who's listening, I mean, especially, I mean, you can relate it to what we talked about today. You can bear your testimony. You can give advice. But what would you want someone to know listening if they were investigating investigating the church or trying to figure out if God's real? What would you say to them? What would you say to someone who's trying to find if if Jesus Christ actually died for their sins, if God actually exists? What would you? What advice would you give to them? Do you want to go first, James? Either way. <laughs> Either way, okay. Okay, I can go first. Okay. Um, Left or right? <laughs> I think that I would say just to anyone that is like, like searching or like wondering, like I think everything in life like has more, like you will get more out of it if you are like, if you're studying scripture or like, like anything of that sort, if you have a purpose, if you go into it like with a purpose of like trying to find an answer and I think at the end of the day, like God will give you that answer that you were looking for. And it might not be like right now, like it's all in God's timing. And I believe that like things are going to happen when they're supposed to happen. And if they like don't happen, like there's a reason for it. So necessarily if you're like praying for an answer or like looking for an answer and you haven't received the answer, I like would strongly encourage you to keep looking and not completely give up yet because until you do have an answer and you are able to make a informed decision after you have received an answer and like receive those feelings from God. And so 
So you would just say to someone who's like, I've tried a thousand times and I don't feel anything. Yeah, basic. Yeah. You I would just, you would just say, keep trying because it comes and I there's a say, reason why it's not coming now. I would say keep trying, but maybe shift focus as well. Like if you're looking for a specific thing, like maybe you're looking too broad or you're making like look for something specific rather than just searching like a very broad topic instead of something specific, I guess. That's fair. Cool. Uh, what about you, James? Uh, to me, uh, it's, uh, I would say look around, you know, L- look ar- uh, around uh, uh, the world, you know, and see like what's happening and see um, that there's so many people that passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not because they wanted to, you know, it's not because they didn't want wanted to be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but, but they're not here, but you here, you know, you're not here because of you. You know, you're not here because of your mom, you know. So you gotta think about that, you know. You just, mm. you just gotta see and see and uh, yeah, I mean, just see al- around and see like what happened, you know, how see like the that. world, you know. Yeah, man. So like, there's a reason why you're here. Yeah, there's right? there's the the reason w- w- uh, why you're here, you know. And I also like what I can tell like like somebody like who who's listening to this, you know, just in in order to make in this life you know you gotta have purpose you know you gotta have something you live for like me like this is what i live for like every day you know i want to see i want to see a future i want to see me like getting married like in about 10 years yeah. i want to see my kids like grow up you know what i mean yeah. i want to see i want to see my of, of course like i'm not saying like i i, I cannot die uh, right now you know yeah but at least like i have like something that make me focus yeah, you know, I have something that made me focus. You know, so yeah, man, just think about your future. You know, I want to see your kids go up. Want to see your kids in in, in the twenties, thirties. You know, just have something that you want to live for. You know, and then I stay focused. And uh, and uh, of course, you got you you got look up there. You know, that man up there. You you can uh, do that without him. You know, yeah. without him. So everything you do. If everything you do, your plans, if something you want to do, you know, uh, you, you, you need God in it, you know, you can't do it by yourself, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you can't do it by yourself, but it's just not going to, it's just not going to be. You're not going to get very far. Yes. Uh, yeah. You won't, you know? So put it in his hands, put, uh, put your life in God's hands, you know, he got you, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I would just say to anyone who is contemplating whether or not, for one, if God's real, um, but two, if you are investigating also our church as well to see if it is the true church, I would just say, for one, it is It is just like, I want to go a little off James, what he said, just look around. Like, if you're saying that this all came from an organism, this all came by chance, I mean, that's already in an almost impossible theory. Um, But just actually trying and actually with a true heart, go to Heavenly Father and just ask Him in prayer if if this is true um, and if He is there. And going off camera, she said, "If if it doesn't come, there's a reason it doesn't come and it will come. And you just keep trying in different ways. I would also say that if there is no purpose in this life, why are you here? Why are any of us here? And if there isn't an afterlife, if there isn't a God, if there isn't a savior who saved us so that we could become perfect again like him, why what do you, why are you trying? There's no purpose if we're just here to... I mean, my friend Aaron Foley says it like this. He Before he joined the church, he says, I realized that in a thousand years, anything I did wouldn't make a difference. And when the world would eventually just burn because the sun would get closer and closer to the earth and eventually just obliterate it, None of this would matter. And so what what would be the point to do anything? Pleach. Pleach. Right? Pleach, brother. It, I mean, it's true. And so I can just promise you all listening that I've prayed and I've seen literal miracles. Um, and one miracle is my own life where I was completely lost in the deepest, in, in all sin. I was so lost and I was such a different person where I am today. And the only person who could change me to become someone who I want to do better and help others and do my best to be like my savior 
is only God, only a greater power that doesn't exist on this earth. Um, you can ask anyone who, who, who knew me four years ago and they would say the exact same thing that only someone that powerful could help someone as weak as me to, to change my life. Um, and I, yeah, that's probably what I'll end with there. Do you guys have any last comments before we end the podcast? Uh, or uh, if uh, anybody like be like, oh, God is not exist, like all, oh, all oh, 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 just like came by the chance, you know. Do a study, you know. Do a study, you know. Do a study by uh, by yourself. You think about it, mm-hmm. like, like this. The this uh the all this like just came here. Was it just do a study, you know? Do a study, you know. Read books, read Bibles, you know, and then uh. You find out. You yeah, see. It's, <laughs> it's okay. true. You're either going to find out now or yeah. in the next life. And hopefully it's now because you don't want to wait till the next life to find out if God's real or not. So sure. try to find out now. And this has been Conversion to Christ podcast. We're super grateful that you were, you guys joined. This is both their first time on my podcast. I'm sure they'll be returning. And thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time. Peace out. Bye-bye. Peace.